up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. My name is Travis Sparks, and I cheer for Illinois athletics, and I obviously do not deserve good things. And Eric Fry. I have honestly no idea. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. in uh, one and all ladies and gentlemen uh, to a uh, super uh, Friday out there it is uh, February 10th 2023 what's happening here on this uh, Friday this is the uh, starting lineup Travis Sparks Eric Fry hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN uh, Trust Show Radio coming up for you we got a good show for you lined up on uh, this uh, super uh, Friday before a super weekend we got some local sports to uh, talk about from last night as the girls basketball season uh, regular season comes to a close and uh, postseason is set to begin on a Saturday so uh, we'll take a look at this weekend's matchups for the uh, girls postseason and uh, the uh, seeds are out for boys uh, basketball as we'll learn the brackets later on this afternoon slash early evening and uh, we'll take a look at the uh, seeds and where our local teams landed on the seed line they're coming up and it's also Friday and is there something going on on Sunday I think there's a big game or something something's going on in Phoenix I think there's an NBA game uh, NBA yeah you think that's what it is three o'clock yeah hmm maybe Greeny talking about it earlier Hmm. he said he's in Phoenix to cover NBA so. Ah, gotcha. So uh, maybe there's something else involving the, the pigskin maybe on on Sunday, and we'll dive into that as our Super Bowl coverage ramps up here on uh, this Friday uh, because we hadn't talked about it all week. I was going to say, can you ramp up something you have yet to start about? Yeah, you can start it and then rev it up. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of revving up, uh, Eric will continue on his uh, countdown of his top 75 moments in NASCAR yep. history as well. We'll take a look at the NBA and NHL and college basketball as well because the Illini are finally back in action uh, coming up uh, tomorrow against Rutgers. So we'll take a look at uh, that matchup. We'll take the World Baseball Classic rosters. And uh, then we'll also have a special snake draft as yeah, well. It's going to be a jam-packed podcast. <laughs> Man, this might be two hours long. Oh, maybe. You never know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. But uh, we'll see what we can get to here on the Trust Show Hour. And whatever we don't get to here in the Trust Show Hour, we'll get to in the podcast in some sort of fashion. You download that pod wherever you find your 
favorite uh, podcast. All right, uh, so we've uh, set the table, and uh, we have uh, lots to get to here today on this uh, Super Friday. And uh, let's go ahead and let's kick it off with what we always do, and it's First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we're starting off in the NFL, but we're not starting off with the about the awards and Hall of Fame class that was announced last night. And it was kind of defense-citric uh, pro football Hall of Fame class uh, this year as it was revealed uh, yesterday and uh, last night. And cornerbacks, uh, uh, Rondé Barber and uh, Darrell Rivas, also uh, Demarcus Ware, Zach Thomas. They were all selected for enshrinement as well as uh, Joe Thomas, a, a 10-time tackle for the uh, Browns, or a 10-time Pro Bowl tackle for the uh, Cleveland Browns there. So uh, marks the first time in the league's AFL-NFL merger in 1970 that four of the maximum five slots in a modern-era class have been defensive players in 2021. Three of the modern-era enshrinements were defensive players, uh, Leroy Butler, uh, Richard Seymour, and Brian Young. And the fourth defensive player in the class, Sam Mills, had been a seniors committee a finalist mm-hmm. there. So defensive Citric with Rondé Barber and Darrell Revis. Oh, man, Revis Island. That was something, uh, an experience uh, all those years ago. Yeah. All those years ago, acting like it's been forever. But uh, also DeMarcus Ware as well. So and Zach Thomas going in to the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2023 this year. Now, as, as soon as, you know, we get we get that, which is great. Uh, congratulations, to all those players. Um, mm-hmm. But then it immediately goes to who got snubbed. Yeah, it's who got snubbed? All about that, about who made it, but also who didn't make it as well. And Travis, who 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 do you think? Who who who's one that you have on your list? Hmm. Well, it keeps popping up on my uh, timeline because of the uh, people that I follow on uh, social media. That would be Tory Holt. Tory Holt. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I I I would agree. Um, I I still am sentimental for Devin Hester. Oh yeah. Even that's... though I keep saying it's never going to happen, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Um, but. To me, that's the guy that that should be in. Um, and we, we've already beaten that one into the ground, and we've already yeah. said why he's not going to get in. Um, um, maybe I shouldn't ask this question because maybe you don't know the answer uh, to that. But uh, the NFL doesn't have what MLB does of, you know, you have so long on the ballot and then you get taken off, do you? I do not know. I, say, I, don't, I think that's just a baseball uh, I think so, thing. I but so. I'm not sure. I don't know. But... Uh, I, so I wouldn't say that Devin Hester would never make it, uh, but uh, yeah, that is uh, one glaring omission there because we obviously uh, know Devin mm-hmm. Hester from his time with the Bears uh, there and the stuff uh, that we already talked couple, about. Yeah. A couple more here. Uh, Jared Allen. I was surprised, you know, especially since they were going deep. Uh, Jared right. Allen. Reggie Wayne from Reggie, the Colts. Yeah. Andre Johnson. Mm. from the Texans, um, Patrick Willis with the 49ers. Yeah, that's another one. And and Darren Woodson. Hmm. You know, he was a finalist last year. 
Right. So uh, to me, mm. that that's kind of the one of the glaring omissions. We talked about, you know, not just what Darren Woodson did on the field, but what he's done post-career with all the ESPN. And, you know, he was an analyst there for a little bit for ESPN um, mm-hmm. and was involved on a lot of their, their NFL shows. Um, so yeah, that, that to me, those are, those are kind of the handful of guys that I look at and go, where are you, you know, why, why aren't you getting in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, Patrick Willis, he kind of uh, was, stepped away from the game early he only played eight NFL seasons so uh, maybe that's kind of what's all holding him back there even though uh, in 112 games he did rack up 950 tackles and a 20 and a half sacks and 15 forced fumbles so a uh, threat in the pass game and the run game with deflecting passes in the passing game so uh, yeah you know maybe uh, Tory and uh, Devin Hester weren't looked at this year mm-hmm. because uh, they were going more defensive centric like right. we've been saying um, so uh, maybe uh, next year well here would do that here's the problem Travis I have who's going to be in next year mm-hmm. uh, at least eligible to be in right. the Hall of Fame Antonio Gates mm-hmm. I think he probably gets in I would say, yeah, he's probably one of the better tight ends that we've seen. Julius Peppers? He's got a good shot. I, I agree with that as well. I think he definitely could. Um, Brandon Marshall? <laughs> 23rd in receiving yards all time. 25th in receiving touchdowns all time. Hmm. Six Pro Bowls in a 13-year career. That's half the years you're making a Pro Bowl. Hmm. That's not awful. Yeah, I guess I just wouldn't think of him as a Hall of Famer, but maybe his numbers. Eric mm-hmm. Berry? Yeah, Eric Berry, maybe. Uh, Put Phil up some Dawson? good numbers after he came back, too. He's a kicker. I always feel like fine kickers have hard times getting in. But here's the interesting one for next year, Travis. Mm-hmm. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck, yeah. Not a whole lot of sample size. No, I think I don't think Andrew Luck gets in. Yeah, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. No. I don't think he played enough. Yeah, I don't think but he did either. Out of those players that I named, he's the most marquee player. Yeah, definitely one of the marquee guys. So for sure. I I think that's going to be very interesting to see how they vote on that. Mm-hmm. As far as you know, so maybe there is some room there for some of the guys who missed out this year. I just love some of these names of uh, Hall of Fame eligibility. Doug Martin. Is yeah, Doug course. Martin a Hall of Famer? Of course. Jordy Nelson. Yes. Eh. If you ask Brett Favre. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe more than Aaron Doug Rogers. Martin. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Vontae Davis. Hey, Vontae. Uh, Matt Castle. Uh, <laughs> Is he Hall of Fame worthy? Travis, he probably has a Super Bowl. <laughs> well, yeah, Bowl it's winner. a backup. Yeah, probably a Super Bowl sure. winner. I guess. It's like Darrell Revis is a Super Bowl winner. Do you remember that? <laughs> Derek nope. Anderson is Hall of Fame worthy on this uh, yeah. on this list. Yeah. Uh, Sebastian Janikowski, that's a good one. Oh, he should get in for a kicker. He should get in. Uh, he had a heck of a leg. Absolutely. And then uh, Marquette King, the great punter for the Raiders too. Hmm. Not a, a couple of punters on the list here for eligibility on this thing that I'm looking at here. I I still say that the toughest the the toughest person is going to be Devin Hester to get in mm-hmm. because he is in a position that no one else previously has been in. 
meaning he was a return specialist. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what he did, and, and that's what he, didn't do he was anything not for. Else. Yep. And they've never voted a guy specifically for returns into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, I don't think they will. I don't, right. think, I don't think he'll ever get in, unfortunately. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough for him to uh, get the uh, Hall of Fame nod, but uh, I remember it used to be kind of like a few years ago, it used to be cool when the guy would go to and surprise the guys at the hotel room or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he surprised the Bill Cower on the set of the uh, CBS pregame show, but nope, they just announced all these all these guys. So I think um, Jimmy Johnson. Uh, and the Jimmy Johnson, went yeah. Which is Zach Thomas. He, do, he he told Zach Thomas himself. Mm, gotcha, yeah. And I was going to say, you know, Jimmy Johnson, he was told on the air because that was the famous yep. thing of, like, he was crying and Troy Aikman back in the booth was crying yep. uh, as well. So uh, Pro Football Hall of Famers class of 2023, uh, they'll be enshrined officially in August uh, there. And uh, so uh, other things that happened, uh, the NFL awards were also handed out last night. And uh, does it make a lot of sense to hand out awards before the championship? is handed out i don't know but uh, patrick mahomes was named the uh, nfl mvp this season uh for the second time in his career the second time in three years 48 of the 50 first place votes it's a regular season award sure yeah that's why it makes sense yeah, but it kind of surprises me that he almost was a unanimous MVP. That does surprise me. Uh, 48 of the 50 first-place votes. The uh, two other went to Jalen Hurts, and I thought for sure uh, he would go uh, and get more votes than that. Mm-hmm. And Josh Allen also finished in third. I guess he had uh, another uh, point uh, there. So uh, uh, Mahomes had a 490 points uh, overall voting. Hurts had 193. Allen had 151. And Joe Burrow was fourth with 128. So uh, I just wasn't shocked that maybe Mahomes got it, but just how uh, emphatically. The landslide. Yeah, it really. Yeah. It wasn't even close. Yeah. And uh, so uh, that was one of the uh, big awards that was handed out uh, last night. Second MVP in six seasons. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a pretty good resume. Yep. Uh, therefore, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Also, the AP uh, Coach of the Year went to Brian Dable for the uh, Giants. Uh, comeback Player of uh, the Year, of course. Uh, I thought I had it right here. Um, it was uh, – I guess I didn't have it pulled up. Mm, let's just go down the list here. Uh, yeah, it was Geno Smith. That's what it was. That's no surprise. I think we uh, predicted that. The Offensive Player of the Year actually went to Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. not the MVP, Patrick Mahomes. Defensive Player went to Nick Bosa for the 49ers. Offensive Rookie of the Year was Garrett Wilson for the Jets, and they also got the Defensive Rookie of the Year as well, Sauce Gardner, the cornerback. Uh, the Moment of the Year was uh, Justin Jefferson's catch versus the uh, Bills. So Yeah. Uh, that was a heck of a catch. It was. It in, was. Uh, quite a scenario, too. Walter Payton, NFL Man of the Year Award, went to none other than Dak. Dak Prescott wins the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. I saw that. And if they gave out an award, Travis, for uh, most forgettable, forgettable moment of the year that you want to forget, it has to be that Colts-Vikings game for the Colts. Mm, you know, yeah. Uh, that, that, that game, I mean, again, <laughs> the Colts, here we are. Two days from the Super Bowl, we still don't have a coach. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, we got to get our like fourth interview uh, going on. Yeah, 12 hours long. <laughs> you got to know life stories. What are you going to do for this team in four years? 
I love some of these other ones. Uh, uh, the Bud Light Selly of the Year Award, Celebration of the Year. Oh. It was the Bengals Roller Coaster Celebration in Week 18. You remember that? No. I don't either. That was the week that – no, no, that was the week after. <laughs> the Selly of the Year. I was going to say, isn't that the week DeMar Hamlin went no. down? That was the week after. Yeah, yeah. That was week was 17 week he got injured. Yeah. Uh, the Head and Shoulders Never Not Working Protection Play of the Year went to George Kittle in the mean? game against the Cowboys. What does that mean? <laughs> head and Shoulders Never Not Working Protection. I mean, I guess he – If only Troy nice block, I guess. was there to give the award out. That's he, all that matters. He may have. I didn't watch it, so. I neither. <laughs> this was hosted by Kelly Clarkson, <laughs> the first woman to lead the event in its history. Oh, Travis. <laughs> Sometimes these shows make me laugh. So it's the 12th annual NFL Honors there before it is an honor. Uh, Super Bowl. So yeah. Uh, that is what happened in the NFL uh, last night with the awards, and we'll get into the game coming up on uh, Sunday here in a little bit. But first, we got to talk more local sports, and we got to close out of the high school girls basketball regular season last night, and we'll talk about that as well. Get you set for the postseason and the boys' games uh, tonight uh, coming up. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Totopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Knock, knock. Who's there? You know what? Why bother asking? I think you know who's there. It's one of two guys. It's the pizza guy or it's the Chinese food guy. Because those two guys are the only guys who deliver. Am I right? Well, the food delivery guys are not the only ones that will deliver. Having computer problems and need help? Worth Computer Repair can help with everything from cleanup, virus removal, printer installation, and hookup to a complete computer setup. And they'll come to your home. If they have to take it with them, they'll offer you a loaner so you won't skip a beat on the World Wide Web. Worth Computer Repair. Call 618-292-1002. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Ah, thinking about gas mileage? If your check engine light is on, it may be affecting your MPGs, but the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help. With the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes, you'll know what's affecting your gas mileage and more, and you don't have to drive too far to find the fix. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service is available at all 6200 stores. Get in zone, See details at AutoZone.com. Lowe's always has more ways for you to save. On top of our everyday low prices, pros can save big when buying in bulk. Or if your purchase is over dollars, ask about our volume savings program. A pro associate can provide a customized quote. Ask about our volume savings programs today. It always pays to be a pro at Lowe's. While supplies last, minimum purchase required. Selection varies by location. Lowe's reserves the right to limit quantities. Volume discount pricing quotes are valid up to seven days. Visit your local pro desk to learn more and start saving. Offers subject to change may not be available in all Lowe's stores. 
this needs to go to Parkville by three. Joy to the holiday packages that keep coming at Jimenez Couriers. Coming your way, but the drop-off location is changing. She needs delivery drivers with the gift of punctuality. Anyone looking to pick up some overtime? Anyone? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. You could save big when you bundle your home, auto, and other vehicles with Progressive. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for Sports Stuff You Definitely Could Not Do. You could not have turned that double play. If you think you could dive, then spin, then launch a perfect throw 120 feet, you must be forgetting that you get dizzy when you stand up too fast sometimes. If you tried to throw that hard, that would be the last thing you did with your arm before shoulder surgery. But you definitely could save big when you bundle your home, auto, and other vehicles with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. And now, the starting lineup. Welcome back in to the uh, podcast of the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9. And nope, nope, redo that. On 98.9, the game. And nope, nope, redo that. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. You're on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Uh, and uh, coming up right now, let's talk some uh, local sports. We'll talk about the uh, boys basketball seeds coming up here in uh, just a uh, second. But let's uh, take a look at uh, last night in uh, girls basketball as the uh, final regular season games uh, took place and uh, senior nights going around all over the place uh, last night as well and it was senior night there in uh, Paris as uh, they defeated Altamont 74 to uh, 23 was the final in uh, Paris last night at that historic Evelyn uh, gymnasium uh, there due to that uh, flood that they had Mm -hmm. at the uh, new gym there and a historic venue and Paris came out and uh, you know I noticed that in the pregame uh, ceremonies with the seniors of the four seniors that they honored uh, there that this group really meant a lot to the Paris program uh, there was a lot of tears in uh, the players eyes uh, they're just sending them off there in their uh, final even though it's not going to be their final home game because they're going to host the regional but it was just kind of a special uh, little thing to honor them and uh, they came out and uh, they uh, you know they got on it early as they started off the game 20 to nothing is what they got started off to and uh, they were just distributing it to everybody Um, you know I didn't really mark down a whole lot of turnovers like you would think maybe I missed a couple uh, here or there but Altamont shots just weren't falling uh, for them, and uh, the looks that they were getting just were not falling uh, last night. And it was just a balanced effort uh, here. You know, you got like six players in uh, the scoring column in the first quarter for a pair, so uh, everybody is scoring at will. And, uh, you know, you had Trinity Tingley with uh, three and five points, Caitlin Combs with five points and a three, and then you had Kendra Young with five points as well. So, uh, that was all in the first quarter. Um, Hawkins was in a little bit of foul trouble early, but 
Uh, finally, Altamont uh, did get on the scoreboard with a free throw by uh, Skyly Klein, and then they would add another two-pointer by uh, Kaylee Larkins in the quarter, but that would be it in the first quarter. It was 23-3 to after three, and Paris never let up after that. They scored 22 in the third, 20 in the third, and they probably would have scored 20 in the fourth if not for the running clock, and uh, they end up going away with this one, 74-23, to uh, 23, proving that they are a juggernaut uh, there, and Altamont, you know, they uh, were led in scoring by Skyly Klein. She did have a couple threes in the fourth quarter. And uh, so uh, it was a tough night last night for Altamont to close out the regular season against a tough pair squad. A tough pair squad, Travis, is an understatement. I mean, you're looking at yeah. a top 10 pair squad in a class above you. Mm-hmm. I mean, this right. is, you know, th- this would be as if, you know, in boxing, a light heavyweight is taking on the heavyweight <laughs> champion of the world. Yeah. Like, you're going in there going, I am probably at a disadvantage. Right. But we're going to give it our all. That's what Altamont mm-hmm. did last night. Now you, you know, as I know, Coach told you post game. She told me post game on Monday. Now your focus is on Saturday against North Clay yep. down there at the North Clay Regional. Yep, and even though the uh, Paris Tigers improved to uh, twenty six and three on the season, and Altamont uh, finishes the regular season at eleven eighteen. But uh, the first thing that she told me in the post game uh, was that she told the girls in the locker room. She asked them what their record was. And they knew immediately what the answer was, and that was zero and zero. It is because now that's what all that matters is the game coming up on uh, Saturday, and uh, the third time they're matching up with North Clay on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, two different games. Uh, first one was with Grace, yep. and the second one was not in the conference tournament. And uh, still, it was a competitive game right. in the conference tournament, and it was kind of a final score didn't indicate how close it was. Kind of got away from them there at the very end, but. Um, you know, style the realm of possibility that uh, could have an upset if they play uh, well because they did play well in the conference tournament. So uh, we'll see what happens there on a Saturday, and uh, that uh, game is going to be uh, have to be switched over to a WCRA yes. due to the uh, boys' coverage on a Jack FM because yes. it's at the same exact time the NTC CIC shootout yep. uh, there. So we will have coverage for you for the Seven regional game on for sure. WCRA. So. Uh, make sure you adjust those dials accordingly. Yep. So, uh, or online at fgamradio.com. Yeah, streaming online. You can pull there. up both streams and listen at the same time. I don't know there how well you'll be able to hear. You know, if you have both streams going at the same time, probably will get lost. But you could do it. I say, yeah, I, I guess you could do it. You know, or go to one. Get the app, and you can listen to the other one on the headphones. There you go. That sounds that sounds like a plan. And uh, also last night it was uh, St. Anthony. They defeated Newton to close out the regular season, uh, fifty nine to uh, thirty. So uh, St. Anthony finishes the regular season twenty five and a five overall on the season. And uh, also it was Nioga defeating Arcola thirty nine to uh, twenty five, and Nioga finishes with a twenty seven and a three. Mark on their resume. Also, Arthur, they defeated uh, Cumberland 58-40. to And a couple other scores uh, from uh, around the uh, NTC as it was uh, South Central picking up the win over Sandoval on senior night for uh, South Central 52-46. to Late rally by uh, Sandoval, but South Central holds on here. Tegan Webster, uh, she led the way. She had 25. Brooklyn Garrett had 12. The double-figure scores uh, there uh, for uh, South Central. So uh, now they close out the regular season 14 and uh, 16. 
and uh, they'll be playing uh, Dietrich in uh, the regional there in uh, their game. And also it was uh, CHBC uh, picking up a win over Ramsey, 64-31. to uh, 31. CHBC jumped on them early, and they never looked back. Uh, Rodman had 25. Gracie Hecker had uh, 21 in the game to close out the uh, regular season there for the Bobcats. And uh, they finish at a 19-10 and 10 mark in the regular season finale. And then uh, Vandalia also uh, picked up the win over Piasol, 61-23. to uh, Bella Austin led the way there for the Vandals. She had 18. Forbes had uh, 15. And uh, so now Vandalia, 21-10, closing out the uh, regular season there. And uh, they'll begin uh, postseason play. And they'll have to wait till Monday to uh, start their postseason. So uh, other scorers uh, from around the area that I saw in the uh, Central Illinois was Tuscola officially uh, clinching uh, the uh, Central Illinois Conference Championship. They needed one more hurdle to overcome, and that was Central A&M. And that's exactly what they did last night. They won 44-32. to uh, 32. So Tuscola drops that game earlier in the week to St. Anthony, but they finished the regular season 30-1. and and it was also Clinton over St. T of 52-43. to And it was Tri-County clinching the Lincoln Prairie Conference Championship. And uh, they are a perfect 8-0 finishing up in the Lincoln Prairie as they took care of business against the Cater LSA last night, 62-20. to And Tri-County enters the postseason with a 23-6 overall record. And that was uh, the action that happened last night. Also in uh, the uh, seventh or the uh, seventh grade uh, championship game there with uh, Dietrich as uh, they fell to a uh, Peoria 40 to uh, 29 a solid start for uh, Dietrich in the first quarter and then uh, I don't think they scored any at all in the uh, second quarter and they try to make a late comeback there but ultimately that second quarter is kind of what did them in uh, the Roadrunners there in uh, Peoria. Uh, takes the championship, but still a great season uh, for the Roadrunners. Second place in uh, state there in Macon. So congratulations to everyone involved uh, there. But coming up a little bit short in the championship game last night for state. But, again, second place. That's pretty good. In the entire state, absolutely. Great job. Um, game's going on at tonight at the high school boys level. We got a Dietrich at Arthur and Yoga hosting Oblong Powhut, New Nat Alney, South Central's at Mulberry Grove, CHBC hosting Windsor Stew Straws, Robinson at Red Hill, Mount Zion is at Mattoon, Mount Carmel at Paris, Lawrenceville is at Casey, and Charleston hosting Marshall. And the two games on our airwaves are, are the Cumberland Pirates coming in, and uh, they'll be hosting the Arcola Purple Riders over on WCRA like normal. Yeah, three-game uh, winning streak for the Pirates. They're yeah. playing some good basketball right now. They've already beaten Arcola once this year in the conference tournament. They'll try and do it again in what is uh, senior night for the Pirates. Mm, yeah, so uh, definitely uh, come out tonight to uh, celebrate the seniors there for uh, Cumberland. and Even though they're hosting a regional as well. Sure. So it's the final regular season home game. Sure, yeah. And then also we got a uh, rivalry game. It's Altamont and uh, St. Elmo Brownstown over on uh, Jack FM. Altamont get their win streak uh, on the line. And also uh, it's never quite successful in uh, St. Elmo. Uh, it's never easy uh, there, and especially between the two rivals. Uh, just throw out the re- record. So with this one, I don't think Cumberland has very good success in the gym. No, and no, no, no. It just seems like something happens with Altamont, mm-hmm. too, every time they're in the gym. So. And I, I have a question for you, Travis. Okay. Who do does Altamont play Saturday? Tuscola. Who do they play Tuesday? 
St. Anthony. I'm just going to say this right now, Altamont. This is a trap game because St. Elmo is coming in a little annoyed with how they lost that game to Cumberland on Tuesday night. They're looking for a win. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying this feels a little bit like a trap game, especially in St. Elmo. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe a good call Mm -hmm. uh, there. So we'll see what happens uh, tonight. And uh, that's like normal as well on Jack. Uh, games going on uh, tomorrow. We got the uh, NTC uh, CIC shootout there in Altamont hosting this year. And it'll all get started there bright and early in the morning with Nioga and Central A&M making Meridian against CHBC. SCB also in action there against Sullivan. Dietrich is against Warrensburg Latham. Shelbyville and North Clay matching up. Wins is two straws. And even though they're not a part of uh, these two conferences, but Casey jumping in there. As well, so it'll be Windsor's two straws versus Casey, and then the main event, Altamata versus uh, Tuscola, there. And uh, the boys' the squad, like the girls' squad, a pretty solid 21 and 5 record. Mm-hmm. They're coming in, and they got a game against St. T uh, tonight, who's also 21 and 5. So, tough conference game yeah. uh, coming in, just like Altamata. So. And, and what I always find weird, Travis, about this NTC CIC shootout is, as you mentioned, Casey having to join. Uh, I don't know, there's not enough teams in the CIC. And then St. Anthony is not there. Now, I always find that kind of odd. Right. Yeah, the St. Anthony, they're participating in the Topless shootout. And uh, they're going to be up against Troy Triad. A couple games before St. A's game, Robinson against Mattoon, Alton against Belleville, Altoff. And uh, following St. Anthony's game will be FEM and Jerseyville and Totopolis going up against Centralia there in the main event of the mm-hmm. Topless shootout. Also, uh, Pena is hosting Newton, Alnia, at Flora, Mattoon is at Robinson. Girls basketball begins. We have the whole entire schedule up on our website, femradio.com. Uh, but uh, the uh, local sports tab today has the, the uh, North Clay Regional starting off there. It's uh, host, the uh, lower seed is hosting these games. So it's going to be Dietrich at South Central and Altamont against uh, North Clay. They're in uh, North Clay mm-hmm. over on WCRA again. Uh, Neoga Regional has three games. Winsor's Two Straws hosting Casey, Martinsville at CHBC, and Ramsey is at Cumberland. In Class 2A, the Flora Regional, it's Salem at Marshall, and it's a Flora at Newton. And a Carmine White County Regional, it's Oblong Powhut against Carmine White County, and Lawrenceville against Mount Carmel. I believe that Oblong Powhut and uh, Carmine White County game will take on Topless in the next round. Uh, but I don't have the brackets in front of me. Yeah. Uh, class uh, 1A state tournament on Saturday as well in 8th grade boys basketball. FEM Sacred Heart will be there at Central A&M, and they'll be taking on Mattoon St. John's. 2A state championship will be uh, St. Anthony at Champaign and St. Matthew at Bishop McNamara. And the Class 3A state championship uh, will be uh, our state tournament, I guess, is the top us against East St. Louis Lincoln there in Tolono. So state tournament going on, uh, not state championships, but state tournament going on uh, there this weekend on Saturday. And did want to point out, Effingham was supposed to play Lincoln tonight. That game has say. been postponed, canceled. I don't know which, as Effingham not in school today due to an issue with their computer network. So they've canceled all after-school activities I for today that. and yesterday as well. So yeah. uh, just wanting to let you know about that if you were wondering, hey, what about Effingham? The girls last night, uh, you didn't have a score for that. And uh, that, that's the reason why. They canceled yeah. all the events last night and tonight as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. 
there. So uh, we'll uh, be uh, taking a break, and then when we return, uh, we'll uh, talk about uh, the uh, seeds that came out last night uh, for a boys uh, basketball. So uh, that's what's coming up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms including blizzards can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Nemers continues to find a way to create value-packed menu options for you. This week, you can enjoy a two-for-thirty-dollar package. This meal includes your choice of two entrees with our salad bar, two soft drinks, and a slice of homemade pie to share. Choose from steak and grilled shrimp, marinated pork chops, salt creek chicken, catfish bites, Nemers fried chicken, or a number of other delicious entrees. And be sure to finish with a homemade coconut cream pie. Nemers is FNM proud. So delicious, always special. Nemers Steakhouse. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual pie customer. The other workers' comp insurance company, they were going to reclassify our business, and then they were going to charge me $50,000. Meet Natalie, owner of the carpentry shop. Shocked by an unexpected bill, she knew it was time to switch her workers' comp provider. That's when she found Pi Insurance. When we got the quote back from Pi, it was a sigh of relief. They put us in a policy where we fit. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance? See how much you could save at IWantPi.com. Plus, with pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, which means no additional bill if your business grows. I'm grateful that there's a company out there that's willing to insure us little guys because every dollar counts. With Pi Insurance, you get pricing and coverage made for small businesses. What are you waiting for? Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote in three minutes at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. And now, the starting lineup. I'll tell you that it's going to be Jacksonville versus the Bears in the Super Bowl. On 98.9 The Game. It's going to be Jacksonville versus the Bears in the Super Bowl. The Bears in the Super Bowl. Eric Fry Sports Center update. The Blues are parting ways with a franchise legend. St. Louis sent forward Vladimir Tarasenko to the New York Rangers in a trade yesterday. Blues also gave New York defenseman Nico McCola in exchange for forward Sammy Blias, defensive man Hunter Skinner, a conditional first-round pick in the upcoming draft, a conditional fourth-round pick in next year's draft. St. Louis is retaining 50% of Tarasenko's $8 million cap hit. The Tarasenko's Blues hosts Arizona tomorrow night as they finally get back in action after the All-Star break. The, Blue, uh, the Bulls flamed out in the fourth quarter of their 116-105 loss to the Brooklyn Nets. Yes, that's right, those Brooklyn Nets. Bulls led by five entering the final frame, but were outscored 37-21. At the end of the game, Zach Levine poured in 38 points in the losing effort. The Bulls are now ninth place in the Eastern Conference at 26-29. They visit Cleveland tomorrow night. 
Chicago Blackhawks aim to avoid a third consecutive loss when they host the Arizona Coyotes at the United Center tonight. Blackhawks were defeated by the Anaheim Ducks 3-2 in overtime on Tuesday night. Chicago's last place in the Central with 35 points and a 15-29-5 record. Hall of Fame quarterback Brett Favre is filing three separate lawsuits against the Mississippi State Auditor and a pair of national sports commentators. Favre filed the lawsuits against Shad White, Shannon Sharp, and Pat McAfee on Thursday as he says that Sharp and McAfee defamed him. Sharp said that Favre stole money from people that really needed the money. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry with the uh, Sports Center. It's, ah, my guy, Pat McAfee. Yeah, because uh, apparently Pat McAfee said, quote, called Brett Favre, quote, a thief who was stealing from poor people in Mississippi. Hmm. So there you go. So he's filing a lawsuit against him. Mm. Yes, and then you uh, let off with the uh, news that was incoming. Yep. Teresinko, thank you, 91. Best all of you in New York. So that yep. um, uh, is an end of another era. Another yep. big blues player shipped off. And he's a ranger now. So Leave the memories alone. All right. Exactly. Thank you, uh, 91, and we try to move on from that. you'll always have the cup, Travis. they always will. And uh, let's take a look at the seeds that came out yesterday uh, for the uh, boys' uh, basketball regionals. And uh, this is a part of the Altamont uh, sectional. We'll start off in subsectional A. Uh, It was was Tuscola drewing the uh, number one seed. Uh, KZ, they're the two. uh, Wins is two straws is the three. Okaw Valley, uh, the four. Cumberland with the uh, five. Uh, Arcola the six, Neoga seven, Martinsville eight, Villa Grove nine, Macon Meridian ten, Cowden Herrick Beecher City eleven, Crestman twelve, Georgetown, uh, Notre Dame LaSalle thirteenth, uh, Heritage fourteenth, Tri County fifteenth, and Central A&M comes in at sixteen. Two host sites are the number one seed Tuscola and the number five seed Cumberland. Yeah, I like this draw for Cumberland. I really do. I, I think that this is a good spot for the Pirates, especially hosting the regional. Um, I, I definitely think that this is a good, a good place for the Pirates, considering how good they're playing now. All right, but I don't know. You're maybe probably going to get Casey. Yeah, I was say, maybe it was inevitable yeah. to get Oh, yeah. You, yeah. If you were hosting, you knew just location-wise that Casey was not going to go to Tuscola. Well, you knew yeah. they were coming to Cumberland. Yeah. So, so just yeah. a matter of when you'll see them, if yeah. you see them. Yeah. So uh, that's how uh, subsectional A uh, shook out. Subsectional B, let's go from the bottom to the top. 16 was Mulberry Grove, 15 Red Hill, 14 Ramsey, 13 was Patoka, 12. 12, Sandoval, 11, Inberg, 10 seed, Carlisle, 9 seed is Dietrich, 8 seed, St. Elmo, Brownstown, 7 is Sisney, 6 seed is South Central hosting one of their regionals, 5 seed, North Clay, 4 seed is the other host site, Nicomas, 3 seed is St. Anthony, 2 seed is Centralia, Chrysler Rock, and the number 1 seed in subsectional B is Altamont. Well deserved. Yeah, sure. I mean, I I, I think, uh, you know, uh, the interesting one for me is seeing where St. Anthony is in comparison to Altamont because I would think that they might not see each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I have no idea how this is going to work out. I'm not even going to try to predict it because my predictions that I that I made up in my mind off yes. the air about yes. the girls yes. totally totally wrong. off, yes. totally way off base. So, but I, I uh, think if knows? you're if you're Altamont, I mean, if you're St. Anthony and you're telling me that you wow. you have to go 
possibly take on Centralia and go to South Central. If if it works out that way, like I would be happy with that if I'm St. Anthony. Yeah. I, I really would. That I think is a great draw for them. If I'm Altamont and possibly having to go to Nokomis, mm-hmm. mm, I don't know about that. At least yeah. Nokomis is a team you've seen. Mm-hmm. You know what they're about. Right. You've beaten them already. Yeah. You played in that gym. You're you you know what I'm saying? There's not yeah. a lot of question marks there. Right. Um but it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to uh, see the schedule and the brackets that'll come out uh, later today that we'll dive into uh, Monday or maybe Tuesday. We'll have to see a lot of probably things from the weekend happening. So we'll... You keep talking about this. What is going on this weekend? Mm, I I mean, there's a big golf tournament. I guess there's girls' regionals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. Uh, In Class 2A, the Newton sectional is where we see uh, some area teams uh, go from the bottom. Uh, 13 seed uh, Powhut, 12 seed Sullivan, 11 seed Marshall, 10 seed Ala, 9 seed Fairfield, 8 seed Paris, 7 seed Shelbyville, 6 is Flora, 5 is Mount Carmel, 4 is Robinson, 3 is Newton. Two is Lawrenceville, and uh, the number one overall seed is Tatopolis. And uh, just how fate would have it, the two top seeds are the ones that are hosting the regional. Yep. So you so, know they're not going to cross path. We right. know that. Right. Exactly. But you got Mount Carmel, Robinson, Newton, Lawrenceville right there <laughs> grouped uh, together. They're in the Newton uh, sectional. Down below in subsectional B, you got uh, Carlinville, the 13, Gillespie, 12, Roxana, 11, Staunton, 10, Salem's, the 9, uh, Litchfield is the 8, uh, East Alton Wood River, 7, Vandalia, 6, 5-seed Hillsboro, 4-seed Piasol, 3-seed Pena, 2-seed Alt Marquette, and uh, the number one overall seed in that subsectional is Greenville, and East Alton Wood River and Litchfield will be hosting in the two regional sites there. Over on that other side of the bracket, I see the number one overall seed in subsectional A in the Pinckneyville sectional is Breeze Central. Uh, Pinckneyville drew the uh, three seed over there. Uh, class uh, 3A Centralia sectional, uh, we have uh, both in the Centralia sectional and Decatur MacArthur sectional uh, Apollo teams uh, spread out. Number one overall seed went to Mount Vernon. Uh, two seed is Centralia. Three seed was Mascuta. Only drew the five. And Effingham is the eight seed in that subsectional. Uh, anyone in subsectional B? Uh, Taylorville there drew the nine in that same sectional. Over in Decatur, MacArthur uh, sectional, Mount Zion is the three seed. Uh, Charleston drew the eight. And Mattoon drew the ten. And Mattoon and Rochester are going to be the host sites for that one. And, uh, down below in subsectional B, Lincoln is the number one overall seed uh, there. And Muhammad drew the uh, four. And uh, it looks like normal. Community West is going to be the host site. And Champaign Central is going to be the host site as well. The three and the seven there in 3A. So uh, we'll uh, wait anxiously on the uh, brackets that will be revealed later on today but right now uh, let's uh, go ahead and uh, let's uh, close it out and let's talk about that thing that's going to happen on uh, Sunday let's talk about the big game to uh, close out the show the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios we'll be right back If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post 9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. 
A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Dell Technologies President's Day event is here with deals to power all your passions. The savings start now on select sleek XPS laptops and more powered by 12th gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Just call 877-ASK-DELL for these limited-time President's Day deals. That's 877-ASK-DELL. 877-ASK-DELL. And now. So, if you remember yesterday, yes, I picked the Bills to make it to the Super Bowl. So it's the Bills and the Cowboys. And I said yesterday that the Bills are exercising all the demons. Mm -hmm. So I got the Bills beating the Cowboys in the Super Bowl exercising those 90s demons. This is the only way the Bills will make it to the Super Bowl. Everything has to line up. The starting lineup. That's all you're going with there. So I have the uh, Bills and Rams matching up in the Super Bowl. And, hey, it's a Super Bowl preview tonight. And uh, I have... The Rams getting the win, and it's the Rams going a back-to-back Super Bowl champions. The Rams exercise the demons. They get revenge from the week one uh, loss to the Bills. And so the Bills are the Bills. Nothing changes. You take off the Scooby-Doo mask. They're still the Buffalo Bills. They can't get it done in a big game. Josh Allen, maybe the MVP of the league, but he can't get it done when it matters most. When the lights shine brightest. It's the Rams back-to-back championships. Such a homer. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. You're on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. That clip was from our NFL preview uh, this year as, ah, you know, I was, the only thing I'm going to say about that is I was right about the Bills. You were right about the Bills. They ended up being just who we thought they were. I was right too because I said everything would have to align perfectly and Dallas lost first. So yeah, therefore, I was going to say, yep. at least I didn't pick Dallas in the Super Bowl. So hey, At least both my teams made the playoffs. <sighs> yep, you had to bring that one up. So, uh, not my uh, brightest moment, but uh, Sunday is upon us. And of course, you can hear the uh, big game coverage right here on 98.9. We got you covered uh, here as it's the Kansas City Chiefs against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles here. And you don't think uh, the Eagles are going to put that bulletin board material that Mahomes is the MVP? Mm-hmm. 
and we need to stop him. And uh, that's what I think one of the big things uh, for the game is uh, the quarterback play is if Jalen Hurts can play like he's played all season long, then the Eagles have a shot and they could win. But if it's a bad game by him, I, I think it could be a long day for the Eagles. And, you know, Patrick Mahomes, if he is getting pressure by this defense, and I know he says the ankle's good, but maybe not after a couple hits. To me, Travis, I'll, I'll agree with you to a point about the quarterbacks, but I think it's more on the defenses. Can these defenses yeah. make the stops needed? Yeah. We know both these offenses can score. We mm-hmm. know that for a fact. Yeah. Can the defense get a stop when they need to? Yeah, and I think that the Chiefs' weak point would be the defense yes. there because the Eagles' defense is pretty solid. So if the Chiefs want any chance uh, here, they need to stop them. The only thing I think the Chiefs have going for it is they've been here. They've been here a lot more often than the Eagles have. Yeah, The Eagles coach, the Eagles quarterback, a lot of those Eagle players have not been on this stage before. Most of the Chiefs' core has. Mm-hmm. They know what to expect. Yeah. So I think that that gives the Chiefs an advantage in that aspect. Yeah, and this is also kind of uh, the pictures of the two head coaches there on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the Andy Reid Bowl. It is. You know, such a long time coach there in Philly. Yep. Couldn't get it done, but wins the Super Bowl with Kansas City yep. uh, there. And uh, the coach for the Eagles, he's been he's been to a Super Bowl before, but it's been as an assistant coach mm-hmm. uh, there instead of a head coach there. And I think that kind of what mad dog brought up one time on first take earlier this week about you know handling everything that comes with the super bowl just how not really saying that it would have i'm gonna agree with mad dog about it matters a whole lot mm. about just everything that uh the super bowl comes with with the pregame festivities the extended halftime and whatnot and yeah. just all the distractions and you know going through media day this yeah. past week and just everything that encompasses uh, this game. And let's be honest, entering this season, Travis, there was not super loud, but there were still little question marks about Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Is he the quarterback of the future for the Eagles? Is he the guy? Obviously, he's done a great job this season of quelling those questions. Mm-hmm. But the Super Bowl is a different animal. It it's is, a yep. different beast. And let's be honest. Would you not say, Travis, and and you may say you may say no, that the Eagles had a much easier path to get here because of the way it fell with San Francisco's injuries? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, when you lose they, your your third string quarterback two plays into the game or whatever it was. Yeah, and they blew out the Giants. And they blew out the Giants. Close. I to me, the Eagles have had an easier path. They have not been challenged this postseason. Yeah, that's. It's valid. Now, is that because they haven't been challenged because they're such a great team? Mm-hmm. Or is because they haven't been challenged because the teams they're playing were at disadvantages? First of all, the Giants weren't expected to be there. No one expected them to be there. Mm-hmm. And if you're playing a team for the third time, yeah. you know what to do. And then San Francisco, your quarterback gets injured, and you're going to your fourth screen, yeah. screen quarterback. Like, and you're looking at the sidelines, and you could be – Turning to Christian McCaffrey, right, quarterback, quarterback team. in the NFC Championship game. <laughs> so, to me, yeah. you look at who the Chiefs have had to face. Their road has been a lot tougher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I I think we're going to see what this Eagles team is about. I think that they are coming in with some swagger. The Eagles are, but oh, I don't definitely. know if it is warranted swagger. Because again, mm-hmm. who have they beaten? 
in this postseason. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a, a valid point. Um, so it'll be uh, the big game on uh, Sunday. We'll uh, see uh, what offenses can uh, do against the defense. And uh, this game is starting at 5.30, later kickoff than I think most people uh, would like. When I saw that it was starting at 5.30, I was like, ah, why so late? But I guess 5.30 does seem kind of early, but uh, we know it's not going to get over before 10 o'clock. Here's here's my question when we when you talk about the Eagles, Travis. You know, fourteen and three. You look at that. Is this going to be the same team that has looked as good as they have, or is this going to be the team that lost to the Commanders and beat the Colts by one, and beat the Lions by three, and lost to the Saints in Week Seventeen? What team are we getting for the Eagles? Sure. Because again, they haven't been pushed. I mean, yeah. even the Bears game, they, they won by five against the Bears. They were losing <laughs> in that game. Like, they're not a juggernaut of a team that everyone seems to think they are. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I I just don't think they've been tested hardly all season long. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's fair criticism for sure. And uh, Vegas views this as, I mean, it's about as close as of uh, – Big game as you could get. The Eagles are favored by one and a half points here. Uh, over under is uh, 51 points. And we'll take a look at some of those other prop bets uh, coming up because we got to pick this game coming up in the uh, podcast as well. Our final pick em game, as we said that we were going to stop this because kind of NASCAR pick em, uh picks up not too long after this. So yeah. our Next last game week. of pick them for the NFL season and we'll be doing those prop bets along with the big game uh, prediction and uh, Chris Stapleton going to be doing the national anthem that's a prop bet uh, there of how long the national anthem will go Rihanna doing the uh, little uh, halftime show and who knows might who might show up there it's been kind of like a theme for the halftime shows of someone surprise guest uh, there, and uh, we'll see what kind of commercials come in as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and also coming up in the pod as well, we got a snake draft coming up for you. And you know you're having a Super Bowl party this weekend, and uh, it's all about the spread. What is the spread going to look like? Not talking about the point spread. Yep. I'm talking about the food spread. Yep. That's all right. That's what we're doing in the pod. We're doing a snake draft of your Super Bowl party foods. And again, so. we'll get uh, some NASCAR moments. Get us into the top 25. Mm, top 25. Wind down the uh, countdown and also take a look at the uh, World Baseball Classic rosters as well all coming up in uh, the uh, pod. But uh, that's going to do it for us here on Terrestrial Radio. Catch us in the pod and uh, we'll be back for you Monday to recap it all. We'll recap the big game and a girls' postseason and uh, jump into uh, the guys' postseason as well and everything else that this weekend brings. And we'll have plenty of moments to choose from, but we'll have the top three moments in the sports weekend as well. And didn't even mention the Illini also tomorrow against uh, Rutgers. So a lot of things to cover on a Monday. We'll coverage, talk to you then. Coverage starts at noon for the Illini, 1 o'clock for the Super Bowl. 1 o'clock pregame show coverage starts, wow, for a 5.30 kickoff. Oh, boy. One of my favorite. This is my absolute favorite week and absolute favorite day. Uh, Super Bowl pregame coverage. And uh, make sure you tune in uh, there, and we'll talk to you on a Monday after the big game. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Welcome to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. It's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still hanging out with you. Coming up, we got to get to that big game Super Bowl pick and our prop bet. Take a look at those, and we'll take a look at Eric's NASCAR countdown as well. Five more moments in the top 75 a countdown, and we'll also take a look at the World of Baseball Classic rosters, and we'll also get to our... Super Bowl snake draft, Super Bowl party foods yes. snake draft yes. coming up here in just a little bit. So uh, stay tuned uh, for that. But first, before we get to any of those things, is there anything on sports or anything you wanted to clean up? Yeah, three things, and I think that they will be discussions. So here we go. The Padres <laughs> are locking up one of their rotation arms. The ESPN reports San Diego and right-hander pitcher Hugh Darvish have agreed to a six-year extension worth $108 million. Darvish's new deal runs through the 2028 season and includes a full no-trade provision. The 36-year-old right-hander comes off a season where he finished with a 16-8 record with a 310 ERA through 30 starts. Darvish led San Diego with 197 strikeouts and 16 wins on the mound. Travis, six years, $108 million for a uh, 36-year-old U Darvish who's going to be 42 by the time this contract is up and he has full no trade. Right. Is that foolish for the Padres? <laughs> yes. Okay. I agree. Very much. I don't know why you are <laughs> signing a six-year extension with U Darvish. Yeah, like, I don't know either. <laughs> four? Four I could see that give him up to your 40. But going 42 and full no trade where he can decide if he doesn't want to go anywhere, mm -hmm. you're stuck with him now, San Diego. Good luck. Right. Well, you know, San Diego just throwing out contracts left and right. Money, money, money. Everybody players, look. yeah. <laughs> uh, two Big 12 juggernauts are set to leave the conference for the SEC one year earlier than expected. On Thursday, the Big 12 announced that Texas and Oklahoma will exit the league after the 2023-24 athletic year. As a result of the early withdrawals, the Big 12 will be compensated a combined $100 million from both schools. Commissioner Brett Yomark said the move gives the conference an opportunity to accelerate its, quote, new beginning as a 12-team league, end quote, which while being able to move forward with, quote, initiatives and future planning, end quote. Mm -hmm. So after next year. Yeah. Oklahoma, Texas. Texas, they're gone. Going to the SEC. Yep. Crazy. It's happening. Crazy. And finally, there was a push by some New York lawmakers, Travis, to ban youth tackle football in the state of New York. They said uh, this gentleman from the Bronx is reintroducing a bill that bans tackle football for children 12 and under because of the risk of head injuries. They have been wanting to do this for years, um, but they finally got some sponsors in the Senate and stuff like that. The Pop Warner football organization says there is no conclusive proof that youth football can lead to CTE, which is a brain condition linked to repeated head injuries. Travis, how do you feel about this? Yeah, you know, I think it's it's all about safety and stuff, but yeah, I don't really I don't really like the idea of getting rid of it. All right, can I speak as a father? Sure. We know that the brain of a child is still growing all the way up until about 15, 16, 17 years old. Mm -hmm. I think that for children 12 and under it's okay to say no tackle football. 
Hmm. That still gives them that gap of 12 to about 15 before they're in high school to play kind of that JFL style of football, which would be tackle, and then high school. Mm-hmm. I don't think any kid under 12 is getting – I mean, there are some. I don't say any, but there are some. Most kids at 12 are not getting – or under – are not getting recruited by colleges. No. They're not getting signed. They're not signing letters of intent. No. So what does it matter? If they're learning the basics of football, if you want to do flag football – Sure. Like, I'm not saying take it away where you can't play football until you're 12. But let's make it safe for these kids who some don't know what their limit is. They don't know how to convey that they're hurt or what is hurting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that brain, like we said, is still growing at that age. It's a very delicate age. And even though I know Pop Warner is saying, oh, there's no correlation. But have you done the research? Have you, you know, how many kids are we looking at their brains who have played Pop Warner? Mm-hmm. So, and again, CTE is something you can't discover until after someone passes away. Yeah. So, the odds, you know, if they start playing at, you know, let's say 10 years old and they're playing tackle football. <laughs> and they do something drastic and find out it's due to CTE at, let's say, the age of 28, but they've played football that whole time. Mm-hmm. You can't pinpoint that it was due to them playing Pop Warner. Sure. But you also can't disprove if it was because of Pop Warner. Yeah. So I just I, I don't mind the idea of it. I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, no, nah, just let them play. But, again, it's becoming a thing, and we have to look out for the safety of others. Yeah. Especially sure. when you're talking about youth. Yeah. So it's my two cents on it. Yeah. But but we'll see if this does pass in New York, if other states try to implement something as well. Mm-hmm. So. Sure. Because to me, I think under, you know, under nine, you don't need to be tackling each other. Like your yeah. bodies themselves are still growing. Right, and you know you they're break, just learning the game, so they're probably not going to do the proper tackling anyway. Yeah, so you break an arm at eight or nine, that arm could be shorter than your other arm or a leg. It could end mm-hmm. up being shorter and have permanent effects for you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Sure, like that to me is something that has to be considered when when you're thinking. And again, how much of it is and. Again, I'm a parent, so I can say this. How much <laughs> of it is the parent wanting the kid to play? Right. At six, seven, eight, nine years old. Does mm-hmm. that kid really have a say in if he gets to play or not? No. In some places, probably. But in a lot of them, probably not. Especially if the dad's the coach. Especially if the dad played high school football and he's a big shot in the town or whatever. They're going to push their kid to play sports. Right. Don't permanently damage your child just to play football. Right. Yeah. That's all. You know, and also starting and pushing them too, uh, too hard, too early, yep. Yep. Uh, would cause the opposite effect. You know, to make them hate the game that oh, yeah. they're playing more than more than f- try to fall in love with it. But you know, there are some people that are built that way. Of you know, no matter if they're pushed hard enough at whatever age, that they'll do that. But more than likely. If you try to push them like that, they'll probably grow to maybe resent you or yeah. grow to resent the sport. And finally, uh, AD says that he was not 
ignoring LeBron's record-breaking shot. Sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what I would when a teammate of mine breaks an all-time record. I'm just like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, to be honest. All right, let's get AD open. AD got his ring. He's done. He's good. He's finished. He <laughs> right. doesn't care anymore. A ring that doesn't matter. Yep, that's right. Because it happened in the bubble. Yep. So... All right. LeBron's better than Jordan. Nah, nope, we're still not doing that. All right. Still not doing it. We'll wait for some downtime at some point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Still got a lot more stuff to uh, talk about and hit up on uh, here in uh, the uh, pod. We got our snake draft and our picks coming up for a Super Bowl, so stick around. Uh, but uh, last night, the uh, NFL awards were handed out, and the Pro Football Hall of Fame class was announced as well. But also, uh, the uh, World Baseball Classic rosters were revealed as well for the uh, 20 teams that will be participating in uh, this year's World Baseball Classic. And You couldn't have picked a worse time to announce those. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but uh, Cardinals all over the place. Yeah, 19 uh, not, players. Not only, yeah, not only uh, the USA, but I got some other representation on other teams. And I know Newt Bar is on Team Japan. And, of course, Japan is just stacked with yep. players, of course, with the Shohei Otani uh, there and just basically uh, – uh, just take your pick. Uh, other players that are coming into the league, the new uh, Red Sox outfielder will be playing for them. You uh, Darvish also will be uh, pitching uh, for uh, Team Japan. Um, also, I uh, thought it was interesting that I didn't know this. I knew that uh, Yachty was going to be the manager for Puerto Rico um, in this, but I didn't know that the uh, manager for Italy, you know who that is? Who's that? Mike Piazza. Nice. So they pizza. got Let's pizza, it. pizza in Italy. Italy. Yeah, makes the makes the tie in there. Uh, as well, Bob, uh, that uh, Puerto Rico is stacked for Yachty and Dominican Republic is stacked as well. Uh, just major leaguers are all over the place, and you will see some players that you know maybe are trying to come back or you know aren't playing in the major leagues. Uh, right now, I think uh, Matt Harvey is going to play uh, for, I think it's Team Canada maybe, and he didn't even, he pitches just in the minors uh, throughout last season, and, you know, Matt Harvey's kind of fell off uh, the table. Uh, Mexico's got some nice representation. I didn't know that uh, Freddie Freeman is going to be playing for Team Canada, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Tyler O'Neill will yeah. be there. Your guy, Tyler O'Neill, your MVP pick from yeah. last season, yeah. Tyler O'Neill. And uh, they should be better, or at least he said he should be better than last time he participated in the Classic. He was just 22 years old at the time uh, there. And uh, so uh, also uh, um, uh, USA, let's take a look at USA's uh, roster. I was going to say one more Cardinal player to throw out there that you wouldn't pick a team that he would be on is Tommy Edmond. He's going to be playing for Korea. Yes, I knew that Tommy was yeah. going to be playing there. Um, so, uh, Team USA, uh, they're uh, stacked with players. Uh, they got 21 All-Stars, four MVPs, and it's a pretty star-studded roster. And if this doesn't make the championship, then uh, what are we doing? Defending champions. It'll be a failure, that's right. Uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, Paul Goldschmidt, he'll be there. He was committed, and he's the MV- one of the MVPs. Also, we got JT Romuto behind the plate, Mookie Betts, Cedric Mullins, Mike Trout, Kyle Tucker as well, and Clayton Kershaw going to be pitching. Lance Lynn going to be representing 
uh, Team USA. Adam Wainwright for the Cardinals will be representing a Team USA and a Nestor Cortez, the uh, standout from last season with the uh, Yankees, will also be in the mix in the rotation as well. You got uh, his teammate from the Yankees behind the plate, uh, Will Smith from the Dodgers. You also got Pete Alonzo from the Mets, Tim Anderson from the White Sox. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned him already, but Arenado it will also be there at third. A Trey Turner, Bobby Witt Jr. from the Royals, um, Betts, Jeff McNeil, uh, Schwarber, Mike Trout, Kyle Tucker. Uh, there some other pitchers, Jason Adam, Daniel Bard, uh, David uh, Bernard, uh, Nestor Cortez, Kendall Graveman, uh, Muriel Kelly, uh, Miles Michaelis, also representing the Cardinals, uh, Adam Atavino, Ryan Pesley, Brooks Raleigh, uh, Brady Singer, and uh, Devin Williams from the Brewers as well will be joining a Team USA in a uh, stacked roster there and it all begins in a month and they'll start their pool plays kind of sporadically uh there they'll start like march 8th and then another pool will start on march 10th march 11th and uh, so on until we get this thing going and uh finals i believe i mentioned yesterday will be in miami mm-hmm. marlins ballpark uh there so uh we also have uh uh, Marcus Stroman was on Team USA last time. Uh, they um, won the championship, but uh, he's actually going to be pitching for Puerto Rico uh, mm. this year instead. So he was the World Baseball Classic MVP last time in 2017, uh, but now pitching for Yachty there in Puerto Rico. Mm. And I thought rosters would be a perfect time to release some swag or some hats, but... Nope, not yet. Not yet. I sit and wait impatiently for that. All right here. So uh, I think we should uh, close out the show with the uh, Super Bowl picks and the Super Bowl snake draft. So uh, let's get to some NASCAR and uh, your NASCAR countdown. All right, let's do uh, the NASCAR countdown here. Uh, Five more moments. We're going to start off with number 29, and that was it was Texas back in 2014. It was a playoff race. Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson lead the field to a green flag on a late restart. Brad Keselowski sticks his nose in there, cuts Jeff Gordon's tire, wrecks him out. Afterwards on pit road, Gordon is arguing with Keselowski. Uh, Keselowski tries to get away, and Kevin Harvick says nope and pushes Brad back into the, the ruckus, and it causes a huge fight. Uh, that's mm. one of the famous moments uh, in recent history as far as fights go. Uh, number 28, and that is Terry Labonte in the night race at Bristol uh, back in, I believe, 1996. Ended up getting the win, and Dale Earnhardt wrecked him, and he actually drove the wrecked race car to victory lane. Earnhardt hit him right as they were coming to the line and spun him out, and uh, Terry still ended up getting the win there. Um, but uh, it was kind of cool to see a wrecked car in victory lane. You don't see that very often. Terry Labonte. Yes. Uh, number 27, we're going back to the All-Star race uh, in, the, in the 80s. It was the famous pass in the grass, Travis. Have you heard about this? The pass in the grass. Yes. Now, this is mm. a famous NASCAR moment. And Bill Elliott was chasing down Dale Earnhardt. They come off a of turn four. Uh, Bill Elliott hits Earnhardt. He slides across the infield grass, comes back up on the track, still in the lead. No. It is amazing piece of driving that he didn't spin out. Here's why it's so <laughs> low on my list. Mm-hmm. He didn't pass anyone. So the name of it being called the pass in the grass is not right. Because he was leading, deceiving. 
and then he got hit, and then he was still leading. He never got passed. So, mm. pass in the grass, not actually a pass. Knocked it down some points for me. Ah, knocked it down some knocked of the some list. Down. Yes. Ah. Uh, number 26, we're going to a sad day, and that was back in 2004 when uh, Hendrick Motorsports um, lost uh, nine people in a plane crash outside of Martinsville, Virginia. And I remember watching this, uh, this race live because the race was in Martinsville. Jimmy Johnson won, who was a Hendrick Motorsports driver, and he didn't celebrate. He didn't do no. any celebration, and that what made me think something was up. Like, no burnout, didn't grab the flag, no nothing. Sure. Uh, there wasn't even a victory lane celebration or anything, and so it made you think, and that's when they found out that, you know, nine people on board, including Rick Hendrick's son, his two nieces, um, an engine builder, a lot of important people to Hendrick Motorsports passed away in mm. that crash. Now every time there is a Hendrick Motorsports driver that wins, they wear their cap backwards in honor of – um, his son, Ricky, Ricky Hendrick, who died in that plane crash. They do it for every every win in Hendrick Motorsports. That's also the uh, Kyle Larson's car that's kind of like the blue with the red and the white um, mm-hmm. that says Hendrick cars on it. it. It's in honor of Rick Hendrick's son. Hmm. So they keep his memory alive. Hmm. And Didn't finally, we are going to a famous race in Talladega, and that is not so much the race, but the finish of Brad Keselowski's first ever win when he wrecked Carl Edwards. Carl Edwards gets sent into the fence, uh, totally destroys his his race car, started a rivalry between those two drivers where they'd wreck each other for the next year um, <laughs> to the point to where Brad Keselowski's dad at one point was on an interview saying he's not going to kill my son. So that was a great moment Ugh. for NASCAR. Um, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it, but uh, that was Brad getting his first ever win. And, and the famous line from the announcer of, uh, of Daryl Waltrip as is happening, he's like, no, no, no. And then uh, uh, Carl Edwards getting out of the car. He, I mean, he's a few feet from the finish line. He didn't make it. But getting mm-hmm. out of the car and running across the finish line like Ricky Bobby uh, in Talladega Nights. And it was at <laughs> Talladega, so it was a cool moment. Uh, <laughs> Run. But, uh, that that does it for uh, these five, Travis. Coming up uh, tomorrow, we got some barrier-breaking wins. We got some important moments in uh, sports, uh, as well as just important moments in, in NASCAR coming up, and some of the most, a couple really famous moments. So we'll we'll be talking about those uh, tomorrow, uh, Monday, not tomorrow. Monday. Nope, we won't be here tomorrow. We won't be I won't tomorrow. be. I mean, we will. We'll be doing games. We won't be here in studio. Sure. There you go. Those are your NASCAR moments. NASCAR moments. All right. So, uh, hey, uh, speaking of uh, tomorrow, it'll be the Illinois versus Rutgers game. And this is the only matchup with the Scarlet Knights uh, this season, I believe. I don't think no, that we, we've. We played them, we have? We played them at Rutgers, I think. No, we didn't play them at the year. rack this year, I don't no. think. I swore we did. Uh, I don't think it was this year, but don't quote me on that. We'll, uh,. Do some research here. I'll do some digging here. I think it would be on the top twenty-five because I think they are in the top twenty. They are in the top twenty-five. I think. Yep, they are. Illinois not. But well, no. I could or, be wrong. I've been wrong. One of the most time. streakiest teams out there, and like, nope, nope, nope. Okay. Nope, nope, nope. So, all right. It'll be uh, noon pregame show. You said. Yeah. Noon, one o'clock tip off. Noon, one o'clock for, tip. They're in a champagne against the Scarlet Knights. Mm-hmm. So, all right, we'll be tuned in to uh, that one. All right, before. Well, 
I was going to say, before we, we go to the big game, I just wanted to say that uh, tomorrow we'll also have an NBA game. It'll be Golden State and the Lakers that you can hear right here at uh, 8.30. Right here, right over there. Right over there, not over here. 9 yeah. the game. All right, uh, so we've uh, come uh, across the uh, program. This is all about uh, the uh, big game. And uh, first up, let's uh, pick it. Let's pick this game and our last NFL pick em. I don't even know if you'd say it was NFL pick'em, but football pick'em. Football pick'em, yeah. You'd say we threw. We started with high school, of course. Throw the XFL in there now. Ooh, now Ooh. you're talking, but we'll have to see we'll how we do after we this feel. weekend, goes. Yeah. So if we want to continue doing that, so we're we're doing two picks. We're doing uh, picking against the spread, and then we are doing. Um, the picking of the score like we did for high school games so same rule applies don't go over close without going over wins so travis you are up by five up by five so there's really no way for me to win Mm -hmm. except for well no i could pick nope i can only get four most i can get is four so you're the champion travis Ooh, you have won I thought be... their prop bets were going to count towards this. Yeah, I didn't write any of them down. So... You didn't write any of the prop bets down? No. Oh. No. Okay, then. No. <laughs> I'll right. be honest, Travis. I slagged this week a little bit getting ready for this. So <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll take the blame for that one. Well, I, I do know, you know you're you're busy, with, busy guy. Uh, this week. So To um, be honest, I didn't think I was going to be here today. I was here at... Uh, in Effingham until 11 o'clock last night, so late night for me. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I'm on my third energy drink of the day. So Third energy drink. Ooh. I'm, I'm only on my first cup of coffee. I'm, I'm trying to keep keep the energy trying up Trying to power through. Yes. So let's go ahead and uh, let's let's go ahead and do this. So, yeah, you're you're up by five. You, you can't lose. Most points I can get is four. So... Congratulations, Travis. Yeah, thank you. So you, thank you, you, yeah, you, you get the, the, you get the clapping win. sound effect. I want yeah. to tell you this now, so then it, you know it'll affect your picks, and you'll go oh for this weekend, and I'll sure. at least only lose by one instead of losing by nine. <laughs> so sure. All right, we'll start with uh, the spread. It is Chiefs versus Eagles, and it's Eagles minus one and a half. Travis, who you got? Uh, this one's easy. I'm not going to uh, waste any more time. I am going with my straight heart here, and I despise the Philadelphia Eagles fans. I despise the city of Philadelphia, Philadelphia fans. So I'm going against you, and I'm going with the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes getting another Super Bowl and raising the Lombardi Trophy once again. It's Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs is what I'm going with. Um. So, yeah, so since it doesn't matter how many points I get, I will also go with the Chiefs. Um, I also don't like the Eagles, uh, being half of my family being Dallas fans. Don't like the Eagles. So, And I also, everything I said on, on the show, Patrick Mahomes' ankle does worry me a little bit against this defense, but I think the experience they have of being in this Super Bowl and the road they took to get here, Mm-hmm. is going to be enough to get them the win over the uh, Philadelphia team that, like I said, has not been tested all season long. Yeah. So. Right. Um, all right. Let's go with the actual score. Who you got, Travis? What's the score you got? You you, you got the Chiefs. I know that. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Mm. So this is going to be kind of an odd one, and I know that it's also a popular game with the picking uh, mm -hmm. prop bets and whatnot, and everyone's kind of got uh, their Super Bowl squares yeah. of the score ending in a certain number. Uh, so this is kind of going to be... You're score gami, aren't you? Well, I don't know about score gami. I, I don't really know any of those offhand, but uh, I'm going for a high score, higher scoring one. Um, maybe these Super Bowls don't normally have uh, 37 points, but I'm going to go the Chiefs win 37 to... Thirty-seven to thirty. Thirty-seven to thirty. All right, I am gonna go Chiefs as well over the Eagles, and I'm gonna play the game and go one nothing as my official pick 'em pick. Uh huh. But my official pick, I actually have Chiefs over Eagles, and I'm gonna say forty-nine forty-two. But again, if it goes Neither over 37, you win, Travis. But because my official pick is one nothing. Neither one but, of those two will be correct or way too high of scores for I, it. But that's I, what we hope for. These offenses are what is brought both these teams here. I know, but you know, one of the reasons why we don't see a lot of high-scoring ones is that we've got two weeks to prep for this. We do. So. But you also have two very dynamic quarterbacks. Do. Primetime players. Yep. Yep. So it's what we want. We want offense. Oh yeah, no one wants a no one snoozer. Wants a seven nothing Super Bowl. Yeah, I didn't even get to look up that clip. I was gonna look up the one where I, the Eagles or the not the Eagles, but the Patriots and Rams Super Bowl when the Rams punted like fifteen hundred times Ugh. in the game. It was an awful, awful Super Bowl. And uh, hey, that's when someone was uh, working here on ESPN. That wasn't isn't even working here anymore. That's who I called out on that one. So mm. um, I don't remember that. It's Trey Wingo. Ah, gotcha. I'll just say it. I mean, it's not a secret. But that was when Golik and Wingo was still going. What's he doing now? Playing golf. I don't know. Okay. I'm sure he's got a podcast somewhere. Everyone has a podcast, <laughs> including us, right here, <laughs> right here on this podcast feed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, of course, you know, you got your NFL prop bets. I did look up a couple here, and uh, I I actually did have uh, this little page that I printed off okay. uh, from a certain sports book of all these prop bets here okay. that I was just going to uh, do for fun. Yeah, so, let's do it. Um, I got – I only got this one. I only got one copy, so. Okay, that's fine. If you um, just want to put my initial, like, beside whatever I think as well. Sure. You know I'll, what I mean? I'll go here yeah. for me. Yeah. Here for you. Yeah, something like that so we can keep track of it. All right. Um, the uh, coin a toss result, uh, heads or tails? Uh, I'm going to go with tails. All right, so I'll go heads. Okay, we're 50-50 there. 50-50 there. Someone's winning. Uh, first offensive play from scrimmage, a pass or a run? I'll go first on this one, and mm -hmm. I'll say pass. Okay, I will go run. Okay. Uh, team to record the first first down, Kansas City or Philadelphia. Your turn. Um, I will go KC. Then I guess I'll go Philly. <laughs> uh, length of the national anthem over ninety five over or under ninety five seconds. I'm gonna go over. It's Chris Stapleton. He likes to kind of do those things with his 
voice. Mm-hmm. I will also go over 95 seconds. I think that's pretty safe. Yeah. Uh, outcome of the first coach's challenge. Play stands or the play is overturned. Um, I will go play is overturned. I will agree with you and go overturned. Overturned. I don't think the coach will use a challenge unless they know it's going to be overturned or feel very confident about it. Um, a jersey number of the first touchdown score over a, over or under 11 and a half. To me, that's got to be over. You would think, but what if Jalen Hurts or uh, Smith? But I, you go over. You have more people over than you do under. I mean, even Patrick Mahomes is, what, 15? 15, yeah. That's over. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I'll go under. Okay. Uh, first team to call a timeout, Casey or Philly. I will go uh, Philly. I'll go Kansas City then. Uh, first team to score on the first drive of the game, Kansas City or Philadelphia. Uh, I'll say Philly. Philly. I will go KC. Uh, first team to 10 points. You go. Oh, uh, KC. I'll go KC too. Uh, total yards of the longest field goal over under 46 and a half. I'm going to go under. It's a Super Bowl. You don't kick long field goals. Uh, you go over. That's what I'm going to go with. Uh, either team to register a safety, yes or no? No. Fine, I'll say yes then to be contrarian. <laughs> uh, team to score the longest touchdown? I'll say Kansas City. Yeah, I will agree with you, Kansas City. I think that's an easy one. Uh, total successful field goals over under three and a half. You go first. Uh, I will go over. And I will go under. The Super Bowl, you go for it. Uh, total punts by both teams over or under six and a half. I'm gonna say under. I think these offenses are just gonna run over everyone. Mm. I will go under as well because that's what I want. Uh, total players to attempt a pass over or under two and a half. You go. Uh, I will go. Why not? Let's do it. Let's go over. I'll go over too. Yep. <laughs> uh, either team to miss an extra point, yes or no? Uh, I'll say yes, just because it's been the talk of the NFL all season about Kinda kickers missing been. extra points. Yeah, so I will go yes as well. Uh, will a player score a touchdown and a two-point conversion? Uh, no. No. Uh, big man touchdown. Any offense slash defensive tackles to score a touchdown in the game? No. No, I will go yes. Okay. They'll throw it to uh, Travis Kelsey's brother. Mm. Jason Kelsey, I think is his name. Yeah. Uh, Shortest touchdown scored over, under, one and a half. Uh, I'm going to go over. I'll go over. Uh, Last team to score. Um, I'll go Philly. I will go Philly as well. They'll get a garbage touchdown. Uh, last play of the game to be a kneel down, yes or no? I will go yes. I'll go no. Uh, total touchdowns, over or under six? 
Over. I'll go with what I want. Over as Over. well. Uh, will the game go into overtime? Yes or no? Sure. Yeah. Yes. I will go no. Uh, total points scored, odd or even? Um, I said odd, I think, so I'll go odd. I'll go even. I don't know if I said even or not. but uh, MV position, quarterback or other? It's going to be quarterback. QB, I will go and play the game. I'll go oh, uh, other. other. Uh, this one has uh, Gatorade, color of Gatorade bath, yellow or green or other? Oh, it's going to be other. Other. Because the Chiefs will win, it'll be red. I go other as well. I did have one here on the website exactly how, uh, what the colors were favored, I think, of the spread of the colors. Uh, it'll uh, be orange is favored, plus 250. Yellow and green is plus 350. Uh, clear slash water is plus 500. Blue is plus 500 as well. Red and pink plus 550. So. Maybe not as uh, much as you think. Uh, purple plus 900 and no Gatorade poured is plus 1,600. Ooh. Since 2001, the color of the liquid poured on the winning coach has been orange with five, none with five. So it's been clear, I guess. Or no, no bath, I guess, with five as well. Hmm. Uh, blue is four, clear is four, yellow three, and purple was used once. Uh, blue Gatorade has been poured in each of the past two years and three of the past four. So there you go. Uh, when the Chiefs won it last time, it was orange poured all over Andy Reid right there. Um, uh, will What will be mentioned first during the Super Bowl MVP speech? Team slash teammates is favored uh, 120 city and fans plus 325 god slash religion plus 370 family plus 690 coaches plus 1200 team owner plus 2500 <laughs> no, don't make the owner will a player propose after the game yes or no yes is plus 400 no overwhelming favorite minus 650 yeah, no. <laughs> which chip company commercial will air first doritos or pringles doritos, doritos. is the favorite there plus 100 for pringles which snack company commercial wear first m&ms or doritos m&ms m&ms is favored in this one which beer brand a commercial wear first budweiser or heineken and that's even i'll go budweiser yeah budweiser would be the easy choice easy choice there um any other ones uh during America the Beautiful, who will be shown first? Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts? Uh, Travis Kelsey or A.J. Brown? Uh, Andy Reid or Nick Sarani? Um, also, love this. The uh, Super Bowl prop bets of celebrities to be shown during the broadcast. Joe Biden and Bradley Cooper are overwhelming favorites to be shown by the broadcaster. A minus 500, of course. Bradley Cooper, a big Philadelphia Eagle fan. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, any Kardashian sister is minus 500 as well. <laughs> uh, Jason Sudeikis, I believe he is a big uh, Eagles fan as well, I think. Uh, Paul Rudd, I think he's a fan of one of these teams. Mike Trout is an Eagles fan. Uh, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, of course, uh, Larry Fitzgerald in Phoenix, uh, Wayne Gretzky's plus 100, 
Dwayne The Rock Johnson is ah, plus 125. I'm I mean, ready. He's got to be the one coming out just like he did in the national. Or I think I don't know if it was the national championship game and uh, last year's Super Bowl <laughs> of him kind of cutting a promo. Yep. Before the John Cena is also plus 125. All right. Mark Wahlberg's plus 125. I don't think you should put any money on this. Tom Brady is plus 125 to be shown on the broadcast. But I mean, I guess they could show pictures of him, but. I don't think he will be there at the game. I mean, he already said that he's not going to be there with the coverage right. with Fox, so I don't think he'll be there. Uh, Steve Nash is plus 200. Will Smith is plus 200. Uh, Kanye West is plus 400. And Donald Trump is plus 600. I don't think he'll be anywhere near this game either, but mm. I could be wrong. Um, let's see. Miles Teller also is plus 110. A massive Eagles fan uh, there. Of course, uh, Kevin Hart is a Philadelphia uh, enthusiast. Paul Rudd is a Chiefs fan. I knew it wasn't the Eagles. So. Ah, gotcha, yeah. So Paul Rudd, eight man. Uh, the national anthem, who will be shown first? Can't uh, see Chiefs player or staff or Philadelphia. Um, let's see. Any other ones? So how many times will Roger Goodell be shown over or under one and a half? How many times? Oh, this is an easy over. How many times will Tom Brady be mentioned? Over, under, one and a half. <laughs> Strong over. Uh, whose mom slash wife will be shown first? That's easy. Donna Kelsey. Yep, yep. Uh, Brittany Mahomes is also uh, Patrick Mahomes' wife is the other one that you could choose from there. What would be said slash shown first during the broadcast? Video of this Philly special, video picture of Rocky statue, video slash picture of a cheesecake. Uh, I'd go with, even though Philly special is favored, I'd go Rocky statue to be different. I'll go with the cheesecake. Uh, cheesecake? The cheesesteak? Cheesesteak, yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. I guess Pink is an Eagles fan, too. Didn't know that. Hmm. Will a clip slash picture of Andy Reid competing in the punt pass kick contest be shown? Uh, yes. It's an overwhelming favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, that's an easy over. I know how he speaks. The length of Joe Biden's pregame interview over, under, four and a half minutes. Yeah. Uh, what will Joe Biden say first during the pregame interview? Jobs, Super Bowl, Ukraine, build back better diversity are the options. Um, will Kevin Burkhart slash Greg Olchin mention odds, yes or no? I thought those were the ones calling the game. Will Kelsey Brothers hug after the final whistle on the field, oh, yes yeah. or no? Yep. No, it's plus 210. <laughs> what will happen first during the broadcast? Kelsey Bowl said or either Kelsey Parent shown. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, when will Donna Kelsey be shown a first after kickoff? First quarter, fourth quarter, second quarter, third quarter? That was an order. Will DeMar Hamlin be said during the broadcast? Yes. That's an overwhelming favorite. Yeah. That's the prop bets for you in a plenty plenty more take a look at it if you want to have some entertainment this uh sunday and mm-hmm. 
of course, I will be uh, doing that, partaking in some of that. I love, I've been doing the playoffs, uh, first touchdown scorer, and uh, the uh, MVP as well. Still, I'm still going to bring it up every time. I'm still bitter about Odell Beckham going on. I was easily on my way to cashing in some good entertainment on Odell Beckham last year, and he gets hurt. Yeah. And over. Sorry. I still, I still would be living off that Odell Beckham cash, but you wouldn't be here. Hmm. I definitely wouldn't. Have, I'm surprised I showed up last year. I know to the show. I barely showed up when Tom Brady won it all. Yeah, I remember that. So be prepared. You don't know what type of condition our Travis will be in on Monday morning. So we'll see. I'll tune in Monday. Tune in. More reasons to tune in. And why will I be in no condition to perform on Monday? <laughs> because of Super Bowl spreads, of course, or Super Bowl parties. Or the name of... I'm going to be in a food coma. A new podcast I've been listening to, Travis. Uh-huh. Actions Detrimental. Actions Detrimental? Denny Hamlin's new podcast. Because he was uh, fine one time for, quote, Actions Detrimental to NASCAR. Uh, so we decided to turn it into the name of his podcast. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, spreads. This parties. Super Bowl spread. How many Super Bowl parties have you been to, Travis? Oh, gosh. I mean, it's been consecutive years now. It's been uh, a yeah. tradition. Yeah. We're going back to the same house that we were last year. Usually, it's kind of a rotating thing. Right, right. This year, we're going back to back years at the same place. So Does that make you more or less excited? Oh, more. Uh, we just got a picture the other day of uh, it's going to be a nice theater seating style oh. in the basement. Cool. So, very, very nice. I'm going to be watching cartoons. <laughs> cartoons. Yeah. You might be the only one there. No, I know of at least five others who will be there watching cartoons with me. Well, in the same household, yes, yeah. but all over the world. I don't know. There's lots of people who watch Puppy Bowl, Travis. There is. It's kind of lost its luster for it me. It has. First couple of years 15, it was cool. but 15, I think. Gosh. I didn't even know it was still going on. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. You get to pick first. Me first. You first. All right. So uh, I'm immediately going to come out swinging here, and I'm immediately probably – I know I'm going to steal one of yours. I know you are. And that's Winks. Yeah. You gotta have Buffalo Wings. That's the first one. Yep. Now that's the first pick. Is it only Buffalo, or do you like a wide array of wings flavors? I mean, I, I'm personally going Buffalo, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm all right with if you know you're not if other people at the party aren't favorable on hot stuff. Yeah, it's a wide variety uh, barbecue. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some more honey mustard, I guess, maybe boneless. Well, you see, normally I am a boneless guy. I know you. But I would say that for a Super Bowl party, you gotta have bone. You gotta have bone in. Yeah. Right. You got to. Even though your cracks of your fingernails will have buffalo sauce all over them, the side of my mouth will be on fire. That's all right. For the remainder of the night. And the other question, when it comes to wings, Travis, ranch or blue cheese? I'm a ranch guy. Oh, you're you're the man. Yeah. Alrighty. All right. I will. That's uh, the worst when you ask for ranch and you get blue, blue cheese, cheese by mistake. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's nothing worse. <laughs> um, 
I thought there's there's an easy two. Um, after that, and Travis knows this because he's been over to my house a lot of times, and I can't have one without the other. But instead, I'm gonna go with chips and some sort of a cheese dip. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta have a good queso dip um, with some chips, mm-hmm. you know. And you can either put that out during uh, pregame, depending on how soon people get there. You can do pregame. You can do that out at around halftime or so, depending on when you eat and whatnot. People can just kind of grab a little bit as they go. It's a yeah. nice food to kind of get things started with. Right. Yeah, definitely uh, chips and dip, Yep. cheese dip, any type of dip. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty popular. Yep. So uh, my next one, I'm going to go with pizza. Yeah. I think I think you got to have, when it comes to a main course at the Super Bowl party, you got to have something that's easily grabbable, easy to eat. Not going to be a huge mess, minus the wings. Because wings, you know you're getting into. Pizza is that easy thing. It takes you two seconds to go grab and come back. Mm -hmm. Right. What kind of style of pizza are are you going with for for this? You know, regular slices, thin crust? Oh, if if I have the option and I'm not consulting anyone else in my house and it's up to me, Chicago style every day. Chicago style pizza. Is that like deep dish? That's are you saying, dish. or are you are like a real Chicago and then like a thin crust or something? No, Chicagoans don't do thin crust. That's not what I hear. No, those are fake Chicagos. I hear if you do deep dish, that's fake Chicago. No, that's a tourist. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, yeah, you can't go to like the. You don't go to the popular places. You find the places in Chicago out of the way to go get your Chicago style pizza. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, Chicago style, that thin crust New York bologna, get out of here. New York is usually a big slice. A big slice. And they fold it, it's foldable. Yeah. Don't like that. Get right. grease all down your hands. May I say a pizza for like a party like this for the Super Bowl, you go thin crust because, you know, everybody can grab yeah. uh, some I, pieces. Again, if you're if you're doing a party, I, I would say yes, because you want to get something that's big so you can get mm-hmm. a lot. Right. And they don't make Chicago style pizzas in really big pies. So right. I, I would just go kind of your normal normal crust. And again, I've had deep yes. dish in Chicago yes. with you on yes. our trip this past summer. Yes. And I'm still going to say it was great, but you eat pizza with your hands and not with a fork. That's true. You have to eat deep dish That's with true. a fork. So, But it's kind of like a rite of passage. You, you have is, to, if yeah. you're in Chicago, there's two things you have to get. I did. And that is the pizza mm-hmm. and the uh, either Italian beef or the sausage. Yep, and I did Italian beef. You did. I hit it up. Back it to back days. It was great. <laughs> yes. I was forever changed. You were. <laughs> after that. So, All right. Uh, my next pick here is also going to be something that is easily uh, shareable. That's pretty popular for our parties, and uh, that is uh, sliders. I had it on my list, yeah. You could either go, you know... Um, deli meat style mm-hmm. just the ham turkey roast beef or whatever or you can go you know the little mini burger yep. uh sliders with uh, take your pick on you want to coat something the bun with something or whatnot mm-hmm. but uh, sliders are pretty shareable at parties to me though the important thing with sliders is not condimentable meaning 
have something like you said on the bun, yeah. something there to where people, because people aren't going to want to waste time to put ketchup on it and put mustard on it or or whatever. Or, you right. know, if you have a lunch meat one, putting you know mayo or pickle or lettuce or anything like that. Like, just little thing, boom, grab and go. Because if I mm-hmm. don't want to, you know, if I don't have a TV in the kitchen, and I'm running to the kitchen. Well, you don't want to miss the commercials. You don't want to miss any of the game. No. When are you supposed to go? That is the problem with parties is you, you got to make sure that you're you spread. Gotta you got to have, and if you got to time it just right, mm-hmm. and if not, you got to make sure your setup is where you can see the TV at all times yep. because you can't miss any of the commercials. Yep. And if you're hosting, this is a little off topic, <laughs> oh. but that's okay. If you're hosting a Super Bowl party, make sure you have multiple bathrooms. Yes. Don't get stuck where you have 15 20 people over in one bathroom because right. around halftime it's <laughs> yeah. gonna get bad yeah exactly <laughs> especially with a lot of uh guys involved yep definitely and, have and, separate and, bathrooms. And, and a lot of uh i'm sure other things that we will talk about on the list um but yeah because halftime you either love the halftime show or you don't care about it that's mm-hmm. when people make their second runs for food a lot of times so. yeah all right, Travis, what you got? Uh, for my uh, second pick. one, uh, my or my third second, overall, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I am uh, gonna go uh, with uh, my favorite because I don't have them uh, very often, but I have had them two out of the three years, I think, uh, Super Bowl parties, and that is uh, stuffed jalapenos. Ooh, cream cheese stuffed jalapenos. More specifically, I guess we want to say that jalapenos. stuffed jalapenos. I like that. Jalapeno poppers. I yeah, guess jalapeno say, poppers. But... Yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I'm not a big fan of, of the jalapeno pepper, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one that I have is uh, I'm uh, one with chili, Travis. Ooh, that's a good one. That was on my list. A nice chili. You yep. know, the Super Bowl is always in, you know, this February time of year. It's cold outside, especially where we're at. Now, this year, it doesn't look like it's going to be. But a nice chili. It's a hearty mm-hmm. thing. Again, you can fill up a bowl real quick and go. Yep. So, uh, I'll go with chili. And uh, my next pick, and I'm going beer, Travis. <laughs> oh, my God. you. Oh, I guess uh, it's repayment for Buffalo Wings. That's right. You got to have beer. Uh, from you, a beer you, connoisseur you, over oh, there. oh yeah 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 i yeah. know you are oh yeah i got i got the beers everywhere i always I got, got the it at suds the house flowing yeah yes but if you're gonna have people you over have you gotta have the beer i mean you you just have to yeah it's true i figured i'd steal that one from you mm, dang so you get the you get your final two picks travis my final two you want to keep going I'm running out of I'm running out of food. <laughs> well, I'm noticing here this next pick that I have because uh, it's it's a simple recipe that even I can make, even mm. not a, a chef in uh, by any means. Uh-huh. Um, I'm also gonna go uh, with uh, you mentioned chips earlier. Yeah. So you gotta have chips and you gotta have something to dip it in and I got buffalo chicken dip. Oh yes, that is one of your favorites. Mm-hmm. Love me some uh buffalo chicken dip. Now is that too much with the wings? Right, yeah. Is that is a that little bit. too much of a clash? 
It is a little bit, yeah. So if you're planning your Super Bowl party out there, if you're having the buffalo wings, you don't necessarily need the buffalo right. chicken dip. Exactly. So. Yep. Yep. But I like that one. Mm. Man. You mentioned that, I think, on our holiday foods one as well. I did. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> There's never a bad time dip. for buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I don't know if we mentioned chili at the at one party either no. on our last snake draft. Uh-uh. I don't know, but um, all right. So since Eric stole my last pick here, I was gonna save it for last with I beer. Know. I know. <laughs> Can't really have wine at no. a, a party like this. Can't really uh, do mixed drinks unless the guy hosting is a bartender, like because you just get ratios off. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, man. Uh, one of the only things I think that's worthy on the uh, list, I guess. I don't know. This is not really a strong way to close out my uh, picks, but uh, it's something that everyone likes. Everyone eats uh, pretzels. Pretzels. Are you talking? It's a little snack. A little snack pretzels. A little snack pretzels. Yeah. That's a nice hors d'oeuvre to put out pre. Like again, pre-game. Right. Or, you know, third quarter, fourth quarter kind of thing. You know, just something to munch on. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if the game's boring. Yeah. It's, yeah, hopefully that And it goes happen. good with the beer. Yep, exactly. Um, exactly. My last pick, Travis, I, I had a couple different things. I, I had uh, nachos written down. Oh, nachos is a good one. I had um, like a veggie platter, you know, for, for you know, mm-hmm. people like that who just want the veggies. Yep. Um, some barbecue ribs. Ribs. I mean, there's never a bad time for some ribs. Ribs. Um, but again, that kind of goes against the messiness thing. You got to make sure you have lots of uh, paper towels around. Mm-hmm. I'm going with something that uh, you know this from being over at my house. Uh, I'm going brownies. 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 You need to get store bought. You can get homemade and make them yourself. Either way, you got to have that sweet for that second half. You need that mm-hmm. sugar rush to kick in. To keep you going. To keep you going to keep for the you second going. half. So you got to have that little sugar hit. I'm going brownies because they are my, one of my favorites, my wife's favorites. I love the brownies. Um, obviously, you could pick any kind of, again, handheld dessert. But yeah. you got to have something sweet there at the end of the night. Yeah, that's true. But brownies doesn't mix very well with alcohol. So... Well, maybe Any by kind of sweet 9 treats. or 10 o'clock at night, you're not quite drinking as much. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. you are getting ready to head home. I know. Depending on if you're hosting or not. Now, if you're hosting, have at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to go to work the next day. Yes. Unless you're smart and took the day off the next or day. Or you live in Kentucky. They're trying to pass yes, a bill that, I makes, saw that makes it a, a sick day. Yes, that. Please pass that nationally. Stop daylight savings time and make the day after the, the big game a national holiday. Yes. So hey, and if you are hosting uh, this year, good news for you: there is not going to be a wing shortage. I saw. So mm-hmm. wing last year is a problem. Yep, wings should not be a problem this year. So mm-hmm. very good. Um, but yeah, uh, hopefully everyone has fun. If you are going to a Super Bowl party, hopefully the game is good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Now let me ask you this, Travis: party like this. Where do you, does the host, and I'm asking you because you're the one who goes to the party, host make food, everyone bring a dish, cater. Right, yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with really anything, but I think generally a party like this, you would go, uh, everyone kind of bring something. Right. 
and coordinate with each other and make yeah. sure you don't repeat any dishes yep, yep. Or, or whatnot. But I think that's kind of the route that mm, you would go. It's kind of bring your own kind of potluck yeah potluck the, style yeah i i think you know everyone bring a dish or whatever and then if the host I mean, if you're gonna to order make, pizza yeah that's a different story or but. again like i said if you want to do ribs or if you want to do you know fried chicken sure. or something like that and like the the host wants to make that like you know right. pulled pork i um, mm, didn't even mention pulled good, pork it's a um, good option you know pretty solid and someone wants to smoke something or you know, i'm a big meat smoker so you know i'll mm-hmm. smoke a brisket or something like that like let the let the host handle that oh yeah definitely and you know everyone bring the the sides but mm-hmm. uh you right. can't you can't really go wrong with anything no now i was actually talking to Derek about this beforehand and he what he and his people do when they go to their super bowl party they have a taco bar great option yeah. Because tacos, you can just kind of grab a little bit here and there, make yourself a quick taco, get back to the game. Mm-hmm. Tacos are kind of those things that you can eat throughout a day. You you you, yeah. you can make a different kind. You know, oh, here we have a little meat. Next one, we got some chicken. Maybe we got some steak to put on one. I think it's a good yeah. underrated option. Pretty pretty solid option there. And then it made me think of a couple a couple nights ago. We made a nacho table at my house for dinner, where you put down mm. a. A plastic, you know, tablecloth, and you just pile all the nachos on the the table. Great option again if you have a a TV in your kitchen. You just pile all the food on the table. Everyone can just have at it as they want and keep watching the game. You don't have to worry about getting up. I have seen videos of people doing that. Yes. So if you have the option to do that, do it. Here's what I find awesome. Mm-hmm. And and because again we 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 got done with our draft here we we're talking about Super Bowl parties and I have said this for fifteen years I think and I'll keep saying it my Super Bowl party is just a week later I go all out for the five hundred sure. that's that's my Super Bowl party mm-hmm. and we do burgers we do burgers and chicken wings go all out you got a grill you got a grill it's NASCAR Sunday you grill lunch <laughs> gotta do it gotta do it. Now, the only thing that messes you up is if it rains in Florida, which is a big thing because rain yeah, in Florida happens quite happens. often. There's nothing worse than getting all ready for your uh, your meal, and then it's delayed. You don't have to worry about that with the Super Bowl mm, yep. unless there's power outages in the Dome. Right. Yeah, exactly. The game's getting out of hand, and we need to pull the plug. Yep. Yep. Re- say. Rebook it. Yep. Rip up the format. Yep. Yep. Rip Try up again. the script. So. Anyways, yeah, hope everyone uh, has a good party and and be safe. Be responsible. Sure. You know, if you if you are partaking, you know, make yeah. sure you find a safe ride home. For sure. Absolutely. So, uh enjoy those uh parties this weekend and we'll be back to a recap everything that happened uh, this weekend and uh, talk about the uh, big game on uh, Monday. So, Uh, We'll also hit up on the brackets as well. We'll wait patiently uh, for those to come out later this evening. And so uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Go Chiefs. And we'll be back for you on Monday. Have a good one.